I'm Bo. And I'm Josh. And this episode is the Mail Tech Takeover. Since Bo and I are here, you already know this episode is going to be a lot better. So we decided that Erica and Laura interviewed Kyle and Josh the other time. We decided we would interview them this time. What harsh truths do you prefer to ignore? Um, well, for me, I have to admit that like deep down, I feel like I'm a confident person who's independent, but like, unfortunately, there are moments where I'm not, and I hate to admit that because I pride myself on being confident and independent, but there are a lot of moments where I'm not, and that's really hard for me to come to terms with because it's something that I pride myself on, you know, and I, I'm wasn't a very confident person. I'm, I'm more of a confident person now, but it's definitely something that I still need to work on. And I definitely have struggled with um, self-worth and confidence in myself, um, where I just compare myself, and I know that needs to be worked on. Um, so that's one of the truths that I tend to. Yeah. Some pretty good answers. But going, changing the topic from truths to lies, is it possible to live a normal life and not ever tell a lie? I don't think that's possible, to be honest, because we're we're all sinful. So it's it's kind of in our nature to lie, to be honest. Even like sometimes we even do it without even realizing it. We can try our best not to do something, but sometimes you just you can't help it. And lying is one of those things, unfortunately. Know, we tend to twist things where we ourselves even start to believe it and then we don't know we're lying. So I, I don't think it's possible not to lie unless you're Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree that I think that um, it's impossible not to never lie because like Erica said that it's in our nature and you know if you see little kids of how whenever they do something and they hide something from their parents and they're like, the parents say, oh, like, did you do this? And automatically the kids say, no, they try and hide it. So even when we're little kids, you're, you know, you've lied so many times to your parents. So really, because it's in the flesh, it's in your nature, it's, you're going to lie. And yeah, even sometimes we tend to lie to um, save people's feelings mm-hmm. because sometimes the truth is like you know too harsh and yeah it's wrong but you know that's what us as humans tend to do so going off what you were just saying if you know the full truth is going to hurt someone do you still tell it or do you water it down that's a really hard um question because like we're always taught to try our best not to lie but, like, we are also taught to not hurt people's feelings. So, for me, I try my best to tell the truth, but in a non-hurtful way. Um, or, if I can, I just don't say anything. Um, because I hate watering down the truth. Well, well, I mean, I hate watering down the, yeah, the truth. And so, like, I don't like to give half-truths, but sometimes it's hard. 
like even if I try not to, it tends to happen, of course. I admit I'm guilty of it. I feel like everyone is. But like on my end, I try my best to tell them the truth in the most unhurtful way as possible. Because that's just how I've been taught. Um, yeah, I, when I grew up, when I was raised, um, I'm the type of person that thinks about how people feel. And so when it comes to telling people the truth, it is hard, especially for me, because I'm very sensitive when I see people hurt. And if I hurt people's feelings, like I feel very guilty and I'm just like, I'm very sensitive to that. So it's, for me, it's kind of in between because like, I don't want to water it down, but then I kind of do because I just, I have to build up that point of where to tell them the truth and like, just say, hey, you know, I have to tell myself, I, I have to tell them the truth. You know, I just can't continue to let it go on and on and on. Those are definitely some of the harder things you have to deal with every day in life. But speaking of every day in life, if you could become immortal on the condition that you would never be able to die or kill yourself, would you choose immortality? Um, to be honest, no, because then I wouldn't appreciate life as much. Um, and then I wouldn't have, you know, heaven to look forward to, you know. Um, with not having, like, with not being able to live forever, I can appreciate life a lot more. It's kind of like having Christmas, like, we only have it once a year, and it just makes Christmas that much more special because we don't have it all the time. And I feel like if we know we're living forever, then we will take life for more granted than we already do. And so, like, I wouldn't want to. And, like, I don't know. Like, I do not want to take life for granted. I want to live life to the fullest. And even if that means I die at the age of 25, at least I know that I lived the best life that God has given me, even if it's not the longest one. I know that I that everything I've done is for his glory. And having an everlasting life like that, it's hard to appreciate as much. Basically what Erica said, I agree with. Okay. What should be the goal of humanity? I think the goal for humanity should be to, you know, first of all, um, if you're a Christian, love God. You know, show others to, like, that God is real and that he has a better plan. So at, for humanity, as in for Christians, that's what I think. But um, <clears throat> for overall... I think we should just, you know, love each other and, you know, help each other out because we're not in this life thing alone. And we need to show others that because most people feel like or think that they're in this life alone. And they're not. And I think we need to join together as one and fight 
the spiritual battles that have been put upon us as humans, you know, and show people that they're not alone. We're all together in this, and there can be peace, there can be love, and there is a God who's out there who loves us more than anything in the entire world. My church um, has, like, a motto, and it's... um, it's love God, love people, love life. And so I think that, you know, we need to love God with all of our hearts. We have to seek him and have a personal relationship with him. And um, we have to uh, love people. We have to show love because in this world, there's, there's a lot of hatred and there's a lot of things going on. And we need to show love and compassion. Um, there's a lot of broken families, a lot of broken people. And so we need to really just show love and show them that we are different you know, as Christians, and we're showing the light of Christ. And we also have to love life. We, we take, a lot of times we take life for granted, you know, every day, every breath that we, that we breathe, you know, we just need to, we just need to live life to the fullest, you know, because we never know when we're going to die. Good answers. Most seem to have a pretty clear opinion of what you think the goal of humanity should be, but going along with that, is humanity heading in the right direction or the wrong direction? I mean, God knows everything that's going to happen. So whether it's bad or good, I think humanity is heading in the direction that God wants them to go. Because he knows everything that's going to happen. He has the plans for us. So everything that has happened has happened to according to his plans. So whether it's bad or not, that doesn't matter. Because in the end, God wins. In the end, his plan will come to fruition, and everyone will be either judged, will be judged, and will be like, you know, go to heaven or not, you know? So in the end, I don't think it matters. I think what matters is God's plans coming to life. Yeah. You know, for us... As Christians, we think that, well, it could be either way, but, like, we just see, like, everything going downhill, of, uh, the, the world's going downhill, like, how everybody's acting and how, you know, they're all so sinful. And so we think that, like, oh, there needs to be a revival because it just keeps getting worse and worse. But then on the other hand, like Erica said, you know, in the end, God is going to win. He knows everything. So basically, from his perspective, everything that's happening now and that will happen needs to happen for the end to come. So if you look at it from both sides. Yeah, because like I personally think that we don't fight the battles. We don't fight our own battles. That's God's battle. We're just the warriors that go along with him. You know? So like you know, like I said, in the end it doesn't matter because it's his war, mm-hmm. not ours. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you find the meaning in your life? Um, I find a lot of meaning in my family, mostly my brothers. You know, they mean a lot to me. I love them to death. And I feel like God has brought my sister and my brothers into my life for a reason. So they mean a lot to me. You know, you know there's God and then there's my I love them with all my heart, and I would do anything for my brothers and my sister. And then there's video, obviously. It 
it's like digital media is like a big thing in my life and I'm thankful that God has brought it into my life just like he has brought my family into my life because it has brought in a gift for me that I'm able to use for his glory. Mm-hmm. Um, where I find meaning is ultimately through Christ because he's the only one that can satisfy. He's the only one that can fulfill. Um, and so because when you know you don't have Christ in the picture, you're going to be very unsatisfied and you're going to be very unhappy. And from then, from there, um, I find photography He gave me the skills um, to be able to um, to be able to go out and use it and um, and just show people, you know, the different ways of photography and also just capture things. In life, if you could teach everyone in the world one concept, what concept would have the biggest positive? Well, um, kind of like I said for one of the other questions, that would be to love each other, you know, love God, love each other, just, you know, show people that they're not alone, you know, like I said before, and I don't know, I just feel like that's the biggest one, because like, that's one of the biggest commandments, you know, to love God with all your heart, and so I feel like love is a big component to a lot of you know, so you just, I know it's very kind of cliche, but it would be love. Like, even with our podcast, we've been talking about confidence. So within that, I would even say confidence as well, because a lot of people don't have confidence. And so, like, I'm, I just feel like that's another big thing that I would love to teach other people is to have confidence and to just go out, show God's love, and be confident in themselves mm-hmm. and God, because we can be powerful. Show others how to love and how to conquer um, Satan. Mm-hmm. And I would also add to about self worth, mm-hmm. you know, to incorporate that as well because I feel like that, you know, this generation we really need to teach them as well, you know, to love themselves because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that hate themselves and compare exactly. themselves and they really need to be confident in who they are, of who God made them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because to love others you have to love yourself as well because you can't love others when you can't even love yourself well you guys definitely have a lot you want to teach humanity (laughs) (laughs) would things get better or worse if humans focused on what was going well rather than what's going wrong i think that we can't just see good or bad we need to see what's actually happening world whether it's good or bad like right now we only see the bad so then we think our world is entirely bad but if we see only the good 
then we don't we won't know that the orphans in Africa need help. We need to know that so we can go help them. If we don't know about the disasters all around in different places, we wouldn't know to reach out. Mm -hmm. And we need to know that. But I don't think it's good to have only the bad either because then we create negative you know, thoughts. And then we think, oh, what's the point of helping because there's so much bad in the world, so what's the point of helping? And then people don't help anyways. So you need to show the truth. Whether it's good or bad, you need to show both. Yeah, I think to an extent that, yes, it would help if it was just all positive. Um, but, yet, but then again, um, you can't just be in a bubble. You know, you're all just positive and nothing's going on in the world. Um, but then again, you know, there's also people who um, are always thinking negative and see the negative things, you know, and they don't see the good things. So it needs to be a balance. You need to see both sides. You need to know both different sides. <clears throat> All right. And now with our final question, as we're trying to look into these deeper questions, is it better to, for a person to have a broad knowledge base or a deep knowledge base? Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, with broad... It's like where you know like a little bit of basically everything. But with deep, it's like you know one or two particular things inside and out. I think depending on what the knowledge is on, mm -hmm. it depends. So like if it's something like something in your field that you're working in, I think it's great to have a broad knowledge. So, like, my field is digital media. So I want to be able to know a little bit of everything, a little bit, like, of photography, a little bit of graphic design, a little bit of web design, and so forth. But at the same time, I need to have that one thing I know inside and out so that I can be like, oh, this is what I have to offer. I'm very good at it. But I also know a little bit of each one thing. So you kind of have, have to have a combination where you know you have a broad knowledge of a little bit of everything, but you also have that one thing where you you know you have a deep knowledge in, mm -hmm. so that you actually have something to offer. Because nowadays, everyone knows has a broad knowledge. With internet and everything, you can easily search something and have a broad knowledge on that topic. But to know something inside and out, you don't really have nowadays, and that's special. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it needs to be both because for me, I am photographer, I'm a photography major. And so besides my main classes of photography, I need to have other classes like math, English, history, and all that stuff. So I'm having like a broad knowledge, you know, that's all broad. But then again, when I have my core classes, photography, I should go deeper and have a deeper knowledge of that that way I can get better at what I'm going to be doing and then also if you think about it too like say you know you're going to have a broad knowledge of the bible but yet you still want to grow deeper you want to be able to know the word and get a personal relationship with Christ so I think it's a, it, you need to have both alright we'd love to keep talking but we're running out of time so thank you for joining us for our fifth episode of Facing Our Fears Part 2 mail edition today for our podcast is set apart remember to follow us on Twitter at setapart13 on Instagram is setapart underscore 13 goodbye join us again next week or don't excuse me